Thanks for tuning in to the Beer Mighty Things podcast, your place for education and happenings for all things craft beverage. I'm your host, Kyle Reiner. I hope you obtained some value from our show because, as you know, far better it is to Beer Mighty Things. Cheers. Welcome in to the Beer Mighty Things podcast. That's what you listen to while you brew. Today, we welcome in the founder of Hemp Daddy's Therapeutics, Caleb Simpson. Caleb, how are you? I'm doing great. Awesome, man. I'm excited to talk. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, you bet. I'm excited as well. Cool. It's hard. You're a hard guy to tie down. You've been traveling. I know. It's been crazy. It's a, It's been hit or miss, but you know, I'm glad we're finally getting, getting a chance to talk. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think you, uh, you and myself and the listeners have a lot in common, you know, from the research I've done and things I've read and listened to about you, you know, the values we share would be, you know, your mission, your health, family, freedom, and nature. And, uh, that's, that really hits home for me. And I I know it hits home for a lot of these folks, especially during, you know, the quarantine and all that, right. Getting out into nature, uh, getting out of your head, getting out of your house, moving around. Um, so I mentioned you have a lot going on. You're a father of three kids. Is that right? Yep, that's right. Three all kids, right, cool. they're all eight, eight and under, so all pretty young. Nice. Yeah, I have a, my daughter, my youngest daughter will be six uh, this week, and uh, my oldest is eight, so I'm right there oh, with Very you. cool. A lot of fun. Fun age. Oh, yeah, they're def- definitely fun. Definitely challenging, but fun at the same time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, as they start to develop like their own, you know, I guess oh, yeah. thoughts and personality, and they start to know stuff, and you're like, damn mm-hmm. it, you know too much. Oh, I know. It's, it's scary, man. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Cool. So you're also an outdoor enthusiast and you are a ultra marathon runner. Mm-hmm. That's right. That means you might be a little, little crazy in the brain. <laughs> uh, yeah, some would say, some would say. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, this is my, uh, two years ago, uh, two days ago, uh, two days ago, two years ago, I ran a Spartan super and I was uh, 10 miles, you know, up on the, the ski slopes in New Jersey. And it was, uh, probably one of the most miserable days of my life. I'm not going to mm. lie. It, it was 30, <laughs> 33 degrees. Uh, we started at seven in the morning and it was still, it was pouring rain. It was still dark out. Um, I saw so many people like carted off, um, you know, up and down the slopes, medevac, not medevac, but you know, the medical teams and, you know, people shaking, just not prepared, you know, uh, as far as, you know, the, their endurance and, and that stuff, but also they just didn't dress appropriately. And, mm, yeah. Uh, it was, it was bad day, man. It sucked. I finished in three and a half hours, but my goal was three hours, but you know, with the, like Robert Killian and those guys were there. Uh, oh, man, wow. Just, yeah. It was a, it was a legit, he won. He, he finished in like, I don't know, an hour twenties or something, Gosh, but he had, you know, tweeted out that day. He said, this was the, um, something along the lines of the, the hardest course I've ever done the terrain and the conditions I've never seen anything like mm-hmm. it. So, you know, my, my goal is to finish in three hours. I finished in three and a half at halfway through, you see the signs. It's like, you know, don't stop. Remember why you started. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I ended up finding a, a buddy along the way and we ran the last, you know, five miles together and, uh, you know, the other, you know, 15 or so obstacles, but that, that stuff will break you, man. That was, uh, that was a brutal day. I remember getting back to the 10 after the race and the guys were like, you know, I couldn't feel my toes. I couldn't feel my hands. I couldn't, I couldn't feel my hands to take my shoes off. And I was like, yeah, I picked a good day to, to run my first Spartan race. And all these guys were like, are you fucking kidding me? This is your first race. Like, your first. <laughs> this will be the worst race you ever do. 
Uh-huh. They're like, we were just in London last week. It was 70 degrees. I'm like, yeah, well, thanks guys. So <laughs> long story short, you know, how'd you get into ultra marathon running? Man. So, so I got, it was interesting. So I, I'm also a rock climber, I'm, but I don't do as much as that anymore just because, you know, having kids, it's a lot more difficult, you know, right. pick and choose your battles. Running's easy. Yeah. Pick your battles. It's easy to get out and run. And that that's yep. part of what led me into start running more was just having kids. And, you know, I, you know, I used to run an organic energy bar company called Bearded Brothers, and we started sponsoring some of these local trail races through um, a trail race company called Teos Trails. Okay. And the guy at the time, there was a race director, his name was Joe Persadis, and like, you know, connected with this guy, you know, started sponsoring his races. Hey, you're sponsoring my races now. If you want to run any of them, I'll comp your entry and give you free Sweet. training. I'd say, hmm, this sounds interesting. And so I, I took a list, took a look at his um, list of races. I picked one called Cactus Rose 50 miler, which is one of the most difficult courses he offers. Damn. And that was my first ultra marathon. That was my introduction to ultra marathon running, um, kind of being plugged into that community through sponsoring those races. And, you know, it's just, it's stuck with me ever since. I've been where, where did that I've, take place? Um, that takes places in Bandera, Texas, um, okay. in the Hill Country area, Hill Country Natural Area State Park. Okay. Um, and it's, it's nothing but hills. It's like these little, you know, they're little compared to mountains, but it's like, it's all hills. You go up one hill, you go down that hill. I mean, you right. run maybe half a mile, you're up another hill. So it's like, it's all just hills. It's all elevation. Brutal. Um, so I want to say that 50 miles had about 7,500 feet of elevation gain or something like that. Damn. So pretty, pretty stout for, pretty stout for Texas. So that was my introduction into ultra marathons. And at the time that, I remember the, the first time I finished it, I was like, man, I'm never doing this again. But like two weeks later, I'm like, man, I want to do another one. Um, and so that, that's what started it all. Isn't that funny? It's like, I know. it sucks while you're doing it. The training sucks. Yep. But when you realize that you're, what, you, what you can make your body do, what you can have your brain do, I mean, it's, it's an incredible feeling. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's totally, it, I blow my own mind just like with this stuff I'm able to yeah. do. You know, I'm not definitely not the fastest guy, but you know, I just love, you know, being out in nature, you know, it's kind of like, you know, one of the core values of hemp daddies is nature, you know, cause I just love being outside so much. And so it just kind of just plays well into my own personal values. Um, just gets me outside a lot and allows me to enjoy the outdoors. Sweet. And bearded brothers energy bars. I mean, uh, when did you start that? And then I think you sold that. Is that correct? Or sold your share? Yeah. Yep. So uh, we started that as, as me and my brother-in-law and we started that and we're both bearded, you know? Um, so we started <laughs> that in, in 2011. And so we ran it for eight full years and we saw an exit, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, we just got to the point where we, we were struggling to keep it going. It was growing and growing and growing. And we had just all oh, this growth coming down the pipeline. Like the year we sold it, we were, growing into Walmart, like 14 different airports, um, like a couple other chains on the East coast. And like, we couldn't keep up with the growth. Um, and we had somebody come in and offer to buy from us. And so we're like, like, take it. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, we, we kept a little bit of equity though, which is nice. And so we just get to sit back and let, watch them run it now. And, you know, and well done. And that's kind of partly why, you know, I got into him daddies. I don't know if you want to get into that just yet, but well, real quick, tell, tell the people, you know, uh, something that was unique and why you started bearded brothers energy mm-hmm. bars, right? It was a, it was a product yeah, yeah. that didn't exist basically in the marketplace. So yeah, it kind of, it just went back to just wanting to feel my own adventure. So prior to like trail running, I was, you know, always out rock climbing. I was rock climbing like, you know, every other weekend and, 
you know, nothing out there in the market kind of fed my needs. I was, you know, I kind of con- I had converted for a while to like a raw vegan diet. I was like, you know, 80% raw vegan for like two years. Yeah. And, you know, all the bars on the market were crap. And if it was minimal ingredients, like a Laura bar, it wasn't organic. Um, and so it's like, okay, I want to create my own stuff. So I started making my own bars, you know, all my climbing buddies were like, man, this stuff is good. I would pay for this. Hmm. And so that kind of planted the seed. And it wasn't until like maybe like two years after that, when I'm, I moved to Austin, um, to, you know, marry my now wife. And I thought, I thought I would be doing freelance photography and web design and things like that, but just, I was not getting work. Okay. I was like, this sucks. This isn't, this isn't panning out. And so, you know, I talked to my wife and talked to my you know, business partner, it's like, well, why don't we start this thing up? And so, and everyone was on board. And so, and, and it just kind of grew from there. Very cool. So with all your training, all this stuff going on and then you, you know, working through your diet and figuring that out and what works mm-hmm. best for you. Uh, it sounded like, you know, in 2018, you were a little fed up with just chronic injury and your stress from just life mm-hmm. changes and, and all that sort of thing. And <clears throat> is that what, that's what led you kind of to the CBD market? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so even even when we were so when we were even running Bearded Brothers, we had kind of toyed around with, you know, putting CBD into a bar and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it just it kind of never panned out. And like we just couldn't figure out the regulatory hurdles, how to make it happen. We kind of thought, oh, we can only sell it in a dispensary in Colorado. How would that even work? And so it wasn't until later, you know, when it became more widespread and available, just in like a tincture through ordering online you know, I'd been struggling with like chronic Achilles tendonitis and somebody's, Hey, have you tried CBD for that yet? It's like, you know, I haven't, I've heard about it. I've thought yeah. about using it, but I just never pulled the trigger. And so that was my first introduction into it when I just finally broke down and started taking it for chronic Achilles tinnitus. And I didn't see relief with that right off the bat, but I did notice, like I have this chronic back injury thing too, that I struggle with. I was noticing less tension there like just the normal tension I carry every day in my back and my neck was lessening. Um, I was sleeping better and I'm not a guy who normally struggles with sleep. I was like, man, this stuff is legit. And over time I started noticing like, you know, because of my Achilles tendonitis, I would finish a 20 mile run and just be like limping after that run. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think even without a tendonitis, you run a 20 miles, you're you're probably limping for sure. Um, but yeah, I was, (laughs) even after, after those long runs, I was less stiff. I was recovering faster. Um, and I remember going to the mountains one time, like in normally when I go from Texas to the mountains, I'll be sore for a few days after my first run. I wasn't sore at all. I was like, man, Mm. this stuff is, this stuff really works. Now we're using, you're using the tinctures or topical or what? Um, both in that situation. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just putting on my quads and things like that. And, and so I was just noticing, man, this stuff really works. I'm recovering faster. I'm not sore. There's no lingering soreness after these workouts. And so that kind of planted the seed to, you know, launch this as a business after I, after we went into the kind of, um, sale process of the company. Yeah. Cause I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to need something to do after this. Yeah. And in, in the CBD was helping me with the stress of that. Cause like everyone pictures selling a business, all sunshine and rainbows and hundred dollar bills. It's not I like, I no. Especially when you have multiple people involved, you know, multiple owners. Exactly. Yeah. It's, there's the negotiations are tense. It's not just like, Hey, here's some money. Give us your business. It's like, there's back and forth and like, and yeah, it was so stressful. It's like the, probably the most, I still think it's one of the most stressful things I've ever been through. And yep. I was staying sane and still sleeping. And I think it was all because of CBD. Wow. Um, I mean, cause I would notice a difference if I would, when I would come home at night, distressed from the day and talking to the, you know, the lawyers and all this stuff, 
I would take CBD. I would, I would use vaporizer and take it in the tincture format too. And like, just, it chilled me out. And so it really helped with that. And so it's like, I thought there's really something here. And so before we even handed over the reins to the new owners, I was already working on this new business already had, you know, the brand name, the labels and the website was almost done. And so like, it was a pretty smooth transition um, from handing over the reins of bearded brothers to launching, launching hemp daddies. Awesome. So, so you heard of CBD, thought about it, didn't know too much about it, but you heard it, you start seeing it. What is this? So for the listeners, I think that's where a lot of people are right now. Like what the hell is this thing? So mm-hmm. can we kind of start as basic as possible with like the cannabis plant? Um, you know, there's, there's thousands yeah. of cannabinoids and mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the most two popular, right. Are the, the THC, which is mm-hmm. the psychoactive ingredient. And then you got the, the CBD. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So CBD, it's produced from the cannabis plant. Um, so a lot of people will kind of, you know, try to make this distinction between hemp and cannabis. Really, it's the same thing. Yep. Um, it's cannabis. And so, but, you know, you, it's either bred with high high amounts of THC or high amounts of CBD. And, but within the cannabis plant, there's like hundreds of different cannabinoids and they all have distinct benefits. Um, so our product is a full spectrum. So it's going to have like CBD, CBG, CBN, and like, you know, that trace amounts of THC. And even those other cannabinoids have their own unique properties and benefits. Like I think it's CBN is known for helping with sleep. Um, CBD Mm. itself will help with sleep, but if you have something with higher amounts of CBN or even like a full spectrum product, um, which, so when I say full spectrum, there's either have a CBD isolate which is CBD only, they, they kind of isolate that out and remove all the other cannabinoids, which is good if maybe you're, you know, you're subject to random drug testing for work or something like that. Right. If that's not a concern, it's definitely better to have um, a full spectrum product that has all these other different cannabinoids in it. And so CBD itself has all these medicinal benefits um, that THC doesn't, even a lot of the ones that THC does, but you don't have this the high associated with the THC. Right. So it's kind of like medical marijuana, but without the high is kind of like one of the best ways I know to describe it. So you get all these anti-inflammation benefits. Um, you know, it's good for like stress, anxiety, um, pain as well. And so there's all sorts of things that um, CBD can help with. And, you know, hemp too, right? So hemp is really like your industrial hemp, you know, refers to like strains of cannabis used to make fabric and rope. So, I mean, it has a lot of different types of uses, um, but that doesn't get like the bad rap, I guess, because you're not putting it in your body maybe, but. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the thing too. It's like, even it wasn't until like the Reagan area that when cannabis was decriminalized, hemp right. went along with that. I mean, prior to that, hemp was grown everywhere. It was the first American flag was made from hemp. Right. Sales were made from hemp. Rope was made from hemp. All this stuff was made from hemp. I mean, there was even laws requiring people to grow hemp. Um, huh. But it wasn't until like the Reagan era that it got villainized along with cannabis. Um, and it just basically, it just went away. And now everyone has this stigma with it because of the criminalization of it. It's for some people, it's hard to accept. And it was criminalized more or less because people were ignorant about what it actually was. Yeah. There, it's, it was largely political reasons. And it was yeah. also, I think like Canada and Mexico, I think had done it too. So kind of like, you know, a lot mm. of other countries had done it too. So America's like, well, we got this, we got all these hippies and colored people smoking marijuana. So it was, it was a political thing. And so like, right. they wanted to like, you know, 
It's bad yeah, and it, it's sad. It's because you know, and and now we got even. You can even tie it into like you know, kind of like the Black Lives Matter movement right now too. Um, I mean, you might even say it was racist, and so I mean, there was a lot of interesting bad reasons for um, criminalizing it that just weren't right. And so now I think a lot of people are starting to, even in the movement now to decriminalize it, they're wanting to like expunge past criminal records and stuff and put, get these people out of prison that were put there unjustly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Okay. So our bodies have, uh, I guess what they call, right. The ECS, right. The mm-hmm. endocannabinoid the system. Endocannabinoid and, system. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it's a regulatory system in the body. And, and what does that do? So uh, the best way I know to describe it as like, I'm not, I don't get, like a lot of people will really geek out over the science aspect of this. I don't, but the best way I know to describe it is like, it's kind of like an adaptogen. It's this network within our bodies that kind of controls all these different body functions. And it's been there. It's it was only recently discovered. I think it was like the forties they discovered it. Um, but it's like a regulatory system. And so, and it produces its own cannabinoids. So when you take cannabis, which contains the cannabinoids, it kind of, boost this regulatory system so it kind of helps your body maintain like proper function helps it stay at a homeostasis so like at a good level where it should be um and it's kind of like an adaptogen as well Hmm. so like you know in with bearded brothers we put maca root into one of our bars which is an adaptogen your body cope with stress and it kind of it just kind of just naturally knows where that's at and it goes to work you know helping just produce this kind of homeostasis within the body and brings it to where kind of just basically normal level where everything should be operating. Right. So overall health, it's kind of your Mm -hmm. your governing force here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And when CBD is introduced into the body, it kind of supercharges this system, right? And Mm -hmm. it helps regulate numerous things, cardiovascular health, nervous system, immune system. Um, Oh yeah. It's just interesting that I guess maybe this, we didn't have these studies originally, right? It's like, shit. Yeah. And it's, and there's still not a ton of studies in all, you know, most of the studies out there are more, they're relatively small studies just because of the legal implications of, you know, studying cannabis. It's just, since it's been illegal so long, there haven't been able to been these huge clinical studies. But I mean, recently the FDA approved CBD and like a prescription drug. So now that that has happened, and in 2018, they passed the farm bill as well. Yeah. So because of those things, I mean, I think we're going to start seeing more like larger clinical trials um, with larger control groups and things like that. Um, but I mean, there's no shortage of research out there in, in studies on smaller groups. So it's like it's pretty, pretty impressive, like kind of just reading some of these studies about, you know, how, how much it's helped people. Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, even just like, I think what marijuana and those sorts of things with, uh, children who have, you know, strokes or any kind of those mm-hmm. situations is obviously proven to uh, help them as well. Yeah. Yeah. And like in C in CBD, one of the, the first uses for CBD was controlling seizures in children. Um, right. and so that was one of like the first uses and in, in one of, one of my customers, like, um, it's a family friend, like she struggled with seizures for years and even her medications, didn't control them, but she added CBD to the mix. And now her seizures are like pretty much completely gone. Unreal. Yeah. It's amazing. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about the benefits of CBD. We'll talk about the side effects, right? So, um, main benefits, it seems like, um, and I'll tell you that, you know, from personal experience, I, with all my training, I always feel like inflammation is a problem. 
Um, so I've learned to eat lots of foods that are uh, inflammation reducers, like uh, say like a coconut oil or plenty of blueberries and, and strawberries, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, CBD is there to reduce inflammation. And I've noticed, you know, reduces like anxiety. Say you have a couple, couple cups of coffee, right? And you get that little bit of jitter, maybe like this mm-hmm. kind of gets rid of that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, from recovery, inflammation, you know, what else uh, do you see as far as uh, the benefits of CBD? Yeah. So th- those are, those are all great ones. So um, yeah, in- inflammation is kind of the biggest one I'm a proponent of just because that kind of my main target is okay. athletes. Yep. Um, and a lot of my athletes, like I, you know, I've been doing a lot of interviews with them recently of they, they started taking it for inflammation and then they realized, Oh, it, this is helping with my like chronic back pain too. Or, yep. you know, and so a lot of people are getting like the pain relieving benefits of CBD. And, and it's usually only with the full spectrum CBD that people will get that because it does have that trace amount of THC. Okay. Um, we have a lot of customers taking it for like depression. Um, my wife started using it for that as well. And along with, you know, with CBD combined with some homeopathics, she's completely off her, you know, you know, antidepressant medication. Right. Um, so that's another huge one. A lot of people struggle with like PTSD, like mental um, type things. So it's good for the mind. So yeah, there's like, I mean, it's, it's not a silver bullet. And I mean, there are people that CBD just won't work for. Yeah. Um, but there's a chance, there's some sort of ailment you have, there's a good chance that like CBD might help at least somewhat. And one of the things I always like to say is that like, it, it can improve your quality of life. So let's say you struggle with chronic pain, you're always at a seven and you take CBD and it brings you down to a three, like boom, like your quality of life is going to dramatically improve. I mean, when you go from like a seven to a three, you can, you can go back to work. Um, Yeah. You can do a lot. Yeah. And and it's the same with like, you know, with like mental, mental disorders and things like that, or even if it's with seizures, even if it's cutting it down from like 10 to one, it's like, it's a huge life changer. Um, And it's in CBD really just manages the symptoms, just like a prescription medication would. Um, Like if you stop taking that, it's going to come back. Um, mm. kind of the same with CBD. So you're managing those symptoms in, in like, and like I said, it's like, it's kind of promoted in a lot of, a lot of circles and arenas. It's kind of like a silver bullet. It helps with everything. I mean, there's people out there making crazy claims about like cancer and things like that, which is, I think is pretty dangerous. Right. Um, I mean, there are definitely things CBD will not help with. Um, and it's one of those things too. You really just have to experiment and see for yourself if it's going to help with what you're getting, wanting to get relief from. Yeah. So right. that's what I always advise, you know, people that are reaching out to me and, you know, it's like, whether it's pain or depression or stress or whatever it is, it's like, you know, really, you just got to try it and see. Um, cause I've had customers, you know, not come back and buy cause it didn't work for them, but you know, those people that it does work for, it usually just works really well. Yeah. And some of the, you know, multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, mm-hmm. uh, osteoarthritis, um, mm-hmm. joint pain. Yeah. Uh, and what you just mentioned there was, you know, you had clients who said, Hey, it didn't work, but I would think it's important to note that, right. You probably want to take it for about 30 days before yes. it starts to kind of kick in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that's, that's one of the things too. A lot of times like I'll kind of coach them through like dosing. Cause a lot of times it's like, I'll kind of, I'll pull up their, sometimes I'll pull up their order. like, well, you bought the weakest strength product we have. Um, and in situations like that, I'll, you know, usually kind of offer to comp them a bottle of like a higher strength to keep going. And sometimes we do have customers stick around and keep going. Um, and so like, you know, I remember one customer, it was that kind of situation. Um, 
he wasn't getting results. I said, well, let me send you the advanced strength and see how that works for you. And he's like, whoa, that made the difference. And so a lot of the times when people say it didn't work for me, it can be as simple as like adjusting the dose, like increasing the dose. And sometimes even taking less does better for people. Um, And it kind of, and it builds up in your system over time as well. So I always recommend people give it at least 30 to 40 days um, to see if it works and make sure you're continuing to increase your dose as well. If you're not seeing results, because a lot of the times it's just a matter of tweaking your dose or sometimes even changing the format you're taking. If you're taking a tincture, maybe a capsule is going to work better for you than the tincture Mm -hmm. does. So sometimes it's just a matter of even changing up um, the mode of delivery. True. What about side effects like drowsy, nausea, anything else? Like, so that's one of the interesting things like cannabis, like there can be side effects, but for the most part, there's not a lot of known side effects. Like the biggest one I've seen would be like nausea. Some people, it makes them nauseous, but for a lot of other people, it cures nausea. Mm. Um, and so sometimes it can create like, um, stomach aches. And so for some people, I don't know if that's, it could be the MCT oil. Like it could just, they're allergic to cannabis in general. So it's hard to say, um, but you know, there, there's very little known side effects. And that's one of those things that's like, if you, and another thing I always tell people too, let's say they start taking and their anxiety increases, Mm. uh, well, try backing down on your dose. So maybe you're taking too much. Um, and that's one thing I found recently, my anxiety kind of was starting to go up. That's like, I started backing down my dose and that's okay, like versus you know, increasing. Yeah. And, and, and with CBD, you can actually have a reverse tolerance. Unlike with THC, like the more THC you take, the more you have to take to get the same results that CBD mm. can actually have the opposite effect. You can build up a reverse tolerance and need less to get the same results. Sweet. So let's talk about the ways to take it because, you know, you mentioned tincture, which is sublingual, right? You put it under mm-hmm. your tongue for a minute, let it sit there. Um, and that's usually with a dropper and you can measure how much you take, right? So yep. you can monitor that. Whereas say with uh, transdermal, right? You're rubbing it on your, your mm-hmm. skin or um, say like a soft gel or a capsule. I guess you can't really regulate that as well mm-hmm. as you could a tincture. Yeah. And so that's, I'm glad you kind of mentioned that too. Cause so we have, like the tinctures are like, they're definitely the most common way people consume um, okay. CBD and it's easy to measure. And so, I mean, a lot of people will get really confused about like, Oh, how much CBD is in it? Cause every bottle is like, Oh, here's a 300 milligram bottle. Here's a 600. Here's a 900. Well, yeah. the easiest way to do it is just look at how many servings are in the bottle. Like just do the math. If it's 900 milligrams per bottle, it's 30 milligram or 30 servings. That's going to be, I think, like 30, 30 servings of 30, 30 milligram serving for a full dropper. Yeah. Um, so you just do a little bit of math and kind of figure that out in soft gels. On the other hand, they're, they're dosed precisely. So it's going to be like a 20 milligram and ours are 20 milligrams. You can get them. Other brands have varying doses. We only have that one. Yeah. And so it's going to be a 20 milligram dose. So it's convenient. It's easy. You don't have to worry about measuring the dropper. Um, but each one kind of works differently. So like a capsule is going to have a different effect than like a tincture. Cause it's going to have kind of like a slower release over time. Yeah. It's going to go through your stomach lining. Yep. Yep. And you, so you're going to have, it's kind of like, in a sense, it's kind of like an, like an edible, like a THC edible. It's going to, okay. it takes longer to enter into your system. And at the same time, it has a slower release and so it can last longer. So some people like, I like to use them for sleep because I feel like I sleep better on a capsule versus the tincture because it kind of has that slower release. Digest slower. Mm-hmm. Releases so slower. Everyone, okay. Yeah, it reacts differently. And so with the creams, 
So ours is a transdermal cream and ours comes in a little pump. And so each pump kind of produces like a precise serving, unlike like yeah. a tub that has, you know, say 900 milligrams of CBD, you know, it depends on how much you dip out, how yeah. much is you're getting. You can't really so measure your of scoop of your hand, you know. Exactly. So you have no idea how much you're getting. And that's one of the thing I think unique things about our pain cream is, is it's got that little precision pump. So you know approximately how much you're getting for every pump. And so that can help you, you know, yeah. spread it out and or a half pump or you need two pumps, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not do too much. You can do half a pump if it's only like a really small area, like your knuckles. Um, you know, we have a lot of customers with arthritis that use our cream because that's real, you know, it's got that little precision pump. You can just pump it on your, mm. your hands and spread it around. Um, so we, okay. We covered the tincture capsule. Okay. And we have a water soluble too. And so, which is in a tincture format as well. And okay. so the water soluble, they, they in general has more bioavailability. Bio so it will go into your system faster and usually kind of have, you just get more CBD basically um, because it's okay. your body's able to absorb more of it as with the MCT oil tinctures, it's fat soluble. So it's kind of like, you know, oil and water, your body's 98% water, something like that. So it's kind of like the oil and water thing. I see. Um, but there's some, there's some brands that, use other carrier oils that make them less bioavailable than even the MCT oil. Mm. Um, and so with water soluble, it, it seems to be, at least from my personal experience, it acts faster and it's more effective. Um, I see the same thing in my children. Like we, they have some, one of our kids has ADHD. And so like we notice a difference when we switched him from the tincture to the water soluble. And the nice thing about a water soluble, you can still measure it. You know, you can still do like a half, half dropper or a full dropper. You can put it in a water or a coffee. Um, you know, yeah. I like to sometimes at night, I'll just put a, like a little tiny bit of water in a cup, drop it in there and just shoot it. And so there's so many ways you okay. can do the water soluble. You can put it in a smoothie, you can put it in water, you can put it in a coffee, you can put it in your beer. Like, yeah. you know, even with like beer, kind of like you mentioned with, I don't know if we talked about this yet, but CBD will counteract the psychoactive effects of THC. So that's why like some medical marijuana strains will have higher amounts of CBD because people that are taking it daily don't want to go around high all the time. Right. You so can't show up to work that way. It counteracts right. that psychoactive effect of the THC. And I've, I've heard it does the kind of same thing with like alcohol. So it kind of dampens the um, hmm. effects of alcohol as well. That's interesting. I didn't hear that. I do see that there are some CBD infused beers um, on the marketplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a thing out there on the market as well. Nice. So just to be clear, a tincture, is that water soluble or fat soluble? So the, so the tincture oil is fat soluble because okay. it has the carrier oils, MCT, the water soluble product is water soluble. Okay. Sweet. What do we look for on a label? Because there are so many different variables mm-hmm. that, you know, we'll get into a little bit, but you know, you have a great email newsletter that, and you know, which you have a quiz, right? What should I get? what should I purchase? How much, what, you know, so I took that and now, you know, following that I'm now on the email list and I'm starting to get some, some emails. It's super educational. And I think it's very important that there's so many, you don't know what you're looking for, right? You don't know what you don't know. So, you know, let's talk about words. You already, you covered full spectrum, right? Um, what about like sourcing and organic and lab reports? Yeah, like, yeah that's a great question. Cause in that, and this is partly what you know, caused me to want to start Hemp Daddies as well is, 
you know, I'd come from starting an organic energy bar company from because it's kind of the same deal, right? There was shit yeah, on the market deal. and you wanted to change yeah. the deal. Yeah. Just like I, I was frustrated with the lack of quality products on the market and even, and so in this with organic, so in the food industry, you cannot say your product is organic unless it's certified organic, like USDA Correct. certified organic. But they get all these CBD brands are saying we're organic, we're organic. Hmm. Like, and because of the lack of regulation right now, there's no one cracking the hammer down on them saying, take that off your label. Um, well, it's kind of like you, all dietary supplements, right? Whey protein stuff. Like none of that's reviewed by the FDA. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, and that's one of the problems in this industry. There's kind of this lack of transparency hmm. um, from the brand. So even if like, say, you know, brand X is, you know, growing their hemp organically like for all you know they're growing it on a piece of property or piece of land that had previously not been organic and sprayed pesticides and hemp Hmm. is a cleansing crop so it will soak up anything that's in the soil like in china they use it to cleanse like you know fields that like that had like radiation poisoning and things like that so they use it to cleanse the soil and so it will remove anything that's in that soil like heavy metals lead and anything and so it's important when you're buying a brand not only just to look at what their label says but look at the lab tests um you know we provide lab results that not only show you the cannabinoid content but we'll do random batch tests that test things like heavy metals as well just to be sure that the product is truly clean and there's like nothing contaminating the soil um so it's important to look for things like that it's important to find a certified organic product because just because they say it's organic like doesn't necessarily mean it truly is and so I think those are the two biggest things looking for like the lab reports. So making sure the brand provides that because there's some of the big name brands out there that don't even put that on their website. It's like you have to reach out to and the consumer directly. doesn't even know that they exist and that they should be looking for them. So yeah, exactly. And, uh, and that's one of the things that I've kind of sought out to do through this education is like, Hey, you, you need to be looking for this because it's yeah. important. Um, and I mean, there's just a lot of inferior products out there. I mean, like take Amazon, for instance, any, any product you see on Amazon is not CBD. Like, mm. like it says in Amazon's terms of service, you cannot sell CBD on there, but there's all these brands selling hemp oil, but they market it like CBD. Cause mm. like so to the unknown, unknowing consumer, they don't know. Like, you know, if I'm brand new to CBD, one of the first places I'm probably going to look is Amazon. I'm just going to type for in sure. It's just easy, right? You know? Yeah. And all these brands with this is, it bothers me to no end. Like Amazon does not let you sell CBD, but you can use that keyword in your search terms. Sure. It'll pop and up. So people, so the, all these products come up on Amazon and it's not even, it's not real CBD, it's hemp oil. And I think it gives CBD a bad rap because a lot of people will use this hemp seed oil thinking it's CBD. They don't get good results. They get no, no results yeah. Yeah. and they write it off. Well, let's real quick. Let's do, I want to get back to that, but sourcing, right? You source mm-hmm. all your hemp from one family owned yep. and operated farm. And where is that located? Yep. So that, that farm is in Longmont, Colorado. It's a hundred acre farm. So and you're in Texas. Added, is that correct? Yeah. I'm in Texas. Okay. Right. Yep. yep. And, um, in, you know, my partner, um, farm, like their, their offices are in Texas, but their farm, it's a family farm. So like half yep. of them are in Texas, half of them okay. are in Colorado. And, so it's a family farm in Colorado and it's always been organic farm too. So that's why we were able to get that USDA organic certification because the crops they were growing prior to hemp were also certified organic gotcha. and it's clean soil and everything. And so we partnered with them. Just, I mean, it's just pure luck that I found these guys when I first started getting into this. I'm like, man, these guys are doing it right. I want to work with these guys. 
Um, cause a lot of brands, so like the bigger brands, like a Charlotte's web, they're sourcing their hemp from like numerous different farms. And so, and that's one of the reasons they can't get organic certification because they're, they're sourcing from several different farms. They're moving it to an extraction facility. And so you can't ensure like consistency and quality when you're sourcing from so many different farms and they're growing different strains and all this stuff. And so when you, when we grow all our hemp ourselves and process it ourselves, we're in control of everything. It's called vertically integrated. Um, And so, yeah, so everything that we, everything that we grow, we process. And, and so it's all coming from that one location versus, you know, numerous locations. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and probably less costly too, to do it your way because you don't have any transportation or all that sort of thing. That well, can... it's actually, it's, it's going to be, ours is going to be on the little, on the higher end, okay. just because mainly because the organic certification True. and the okay. fact that like our, our lots are smaller, like think about it, like, you know, like a Charlotte's web, they can buy from these bigger farms that are producing massive quantities and have to offload it at a lower cost. Um, sure. so because yeah. ours is higher quality, it's going to cost a little bit more and, you know, it's a smaller, smaller quantity. Sure. And like, kind of like craft brewing, like, you know, it's, yeah. it's craft, craft cannabis. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, that's why you're on the podcast today, buddy. Yeah. Um, you mentioned hemp oil. I see hemp oil, hemp seed oil. How is that different? What is that? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's a good one. Kind of like I mentioned with Amazon, like pretty much all those products on there are hemp seed oil masked as CBD. And you can also, I mean, I used hemp seed oil in my smoothies like for years to help with inflammation. I mean, it does help with inflammation. It's got, it's high in omega threes and sixes. So it's good for that. Um, But with CBD, it's the CBD itself that's helping with inflammation and it's, you know, boosting that endocannabinoid system versus like hemp seed oil. It's got good nutritional benefits but it doesn't have all the cannabinoids um, like a CBD tincture does. So that's the main difference is like hemp oil contains no CBD and like, and usually you can tell the difference by like the price, like, you know, you can get a huge bottle of, you know, hemp seed oil for like half the price of like a tincture of CBD oil. Make you a little skeptical. Like, wait a minute, this Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. Can't be as good or it's not Mm -hmm. the same shit. Yeah. And that's another thing we talked about kind of quality. It's like price is, usually an indicator of quality. Um, if, if it's really, if it's a low price product compared to the industry, it's like, yeah. it's probably not a good product. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I mentioned, you, you know, you have a 60 second quiz on your website. I took mm-hmm. it. Uh, it gave me, you know, here's what you should be doing. Um, well, you know, I put in the, the information of what bothers me or what would I like help with? Or, mm-hmm. you know, so I, you know, I mentioned the joints and my knees and all that stuff and it spits out. All right. So, so maybe for around your joints and, and for tight muscles and inflammation, you might want to use the transdermal, you know, cream where you rub it on that specific spot, you know, it'll tell you, Hey, you know, maybe you want to use a little of this tincture, um, you know, at this dosage for, for this and that. So, um, very user friendly again, 60 seconds. I don't even know if it took that long, but that was pretty sweet. I mean, how'd you come up with that? Yeah. yeah so it's, I mean, I came up with that idea. I, I had one a while back. Um, I can't remember why I took it down, but like, you know, I was like, you know, I need a way to um, help guide customers through this process because I know like for me, it was overwhelming when I first started. It's like, man, do I use this tincture? Like what strength do I get? Um, wh- what are these creams? And so it's like, there was kind of, I mean, I remember from my standpoint, it was kind of overwhelming knowing what to choose. And when you land on a website, any CBD website, it's like there's 300 milligram, there's 600, there's 900, there's one ounce bottles, there's two ounce bottles. I mean, there's just so many things. 
to the it's novice, you're like overwhelmed. almost like, all right, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to close the website and I'll think about it another day. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so my kind of goal is to like get them on my email list so I can start educating them. So like even the quiz itself isn't, it's not perfect. It's not, you can't diagnose anybody perfectly through that. Like, yeah. and so part of it's just like giving them a base to like, to kind of take that anxiety level of choosing yeah. a CBD product down a little bit to kind of help them a little bit say, okay, I see what this is. Then on the back end of that too, I also send them a guide that kind of gives some dosing suggestion, kind of more education. Then they're on my email list and they continue to get education. And, and my emails are different. As you know, I've seen them. Like I try to, have, I weave storytelling in. I like all tie like a funny story into teaching about CBD. Yep. And so, so it's not your typical boring sales email. You know, I try to be, you know, fun and lighthearted in, in my emails at the same time, teach people useful things that will help them learn more about CBD. Yeah, it's great. Oftentimes, like I'll, I'll pop in, I'll do that quiz and then I'll get the email and then I'll unsubscribe just because I don't want all the emails. Right. But yours mm-hmm. have actually, you know, I find valuable. And actually today uh, I saw an email come through and you mentioned here are a few things I've recently seen that make me cringe. And, you know, so we got three items here. One is, you know, somebody will claim our CBD is 10 times more bioavailability than our competitors. What does that mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. So the, with that one, you know, my, my frustration with that one kind of stemmed from like these water soluble products coming out of the market. They're seeing like 10 times bioavailability. I'm like, you just do the math on that. And it doesn't even make sense at all. Yeah. How do you measure that? Yeah. It's like, and how are, yeah, exactly. How are you measuring that compared to what? Like, so let's say it's a 20 milligram dose of CBD and you really only get like, let's say only five milligrams goes into your system. Then you're seeing 10 times bioavailability. So you're saying you're getting 50 milligrams from it. Is, it just, right. I couldn't wrap my head around it. So I'm like, where are they getting this? And it's not tested. Yeah. You have all the anecdotal information to support. It's got more bioavail more bioavailability. That's true but to tie a number to it and like, it's, it's purely marketing. It's like, so you won't see me make any claims about the bioavailability of our water soluble. I'll say, yeah, it's got more bioavailability. Um, but again, I always tell people too, you have to experiment and figure out what works best for you. Cause maybe the tincture oil is actually going to work better for you. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so it's just kind of came. Yeah. So I kind of like try to find issues in the industry and kind of bring those to light because yeah. when you're shopping for CBD, you're going to see all these terms and you're going to start becoming familiar with them, especially um, if you're doing the research on your own, you're going to see it a lot versus, you know, but if somebody refers you to a brand, you're probably going to be more comfortable and less likely to sure. see all the garbage that's out there. Sure. And, you know, even when I was looking for coconut oil, uh, there's all sorts of different language on those. And, oh, yeah. Um, you know, that kind of brings me to this next one here is, you know, you see things that say cold pressed. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen that one in a while, but I mean, we're seeing but that's, like, you know, you'll see that on coconut oil, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's with coconut oil. I think that one's like a legit thing because, right. Cause I was a raw vegan for two years. I wanted mm-hmm. things that were not like heated because I wanted the nutritional enzymes that were in the product. Correct. When you get something like CBD, like part of the process of extracting CBD is heating it. Hmm. And so, yeah, so it, the, the CBD is not even activated until it's heated. So to say it's cold pressed, it's like, what in the world? Like it just, it made no sense to me. Yeah. It um, just sounds like uh, some kind of buzzword. It's marketing it jargon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, w- which part of your process is it 
cold pressed. <laughs> yeah. Cause right. Even when CBD is extracted, even at the lower temperatures, it goes through right. D was it D carb, D part D carb dixilation. I can't, I never yeah. can say it properly. And that's what but, activates the, the cannabinoids. Yeah. Yeah. Same with like THC. When you, when you light that bong or whatever, you're heating up that, the flower, which you're activates the THC. Right. Cause if you ate, and I don't know if you've seen, um, what's that movie? Um, Super Troopers, I think. There's a scene where, like, the opening scene of that movie, this kid eats a giant bag of marijuana and he just oh, goes, he eats the bag of, yeah. Yeah, but that would never happen because the THC is not activated. And so it's same with CBD. Like, you oh, have right. to heat, the, um, heat it to activate it. So I guess that's why, like, an edible of marijuana would work is because that's heated. Yep. Yep. It's been okay, heated so it's prior activated. to baking it. Yeah. You bake it into the thing. So, mm hmm. Mm. Okay. Uh, you probably get the question, you know, why is CBD oil so expensive? Yeah, I get that one um, fairly frequently. I mean, I at least see it in, it's a highly searched term and it's one of the things that lands people on my site a lot. Okay. Um, and one of the, I mean, there's several reasons. One, it's a, it's such a new industry and it's kind of a big unknown. Um, so like supply is an unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, so since you want to know how much hemp is going to be available, there's kind of this prices haven't really come down yet. Um, we kind of thought prices would come down this last year, but we ended up having like our farm had a surplus. And so we didn't even grow as much this year. And so there's just issues with supply and it's a very labor intensive process. Um, yeah. It takes like, I mean, quite a bit of time from the extraction process to the decarboxylation to the distillation process, to the bottling. And it's very labor intensive. A lot of people are involved. So you're paying the, you're paying the people that are working the fields, you're paying people doing the extracting the labeling them and shipping and, so it's like, yeah, it's pretty labor intensive process is one of the biggest reasons. And, and this is one of those industries too. It's so new. So a lot of the times too, if you see like a brand that's got like a lower price, that seems like a more reputable brand, chances are it's like, they're kind of at the race to the bottom to kind of become like, you know, the Walmart of CBD. It's like, they're trying, they're playing the volume game. Um, so in the end, that's just not going to be a good customer service experience and probably not going to be a good product in the end as well, because it's being cranked out so quickly. They probably won't have long-term customers and it's not going to be as good. And again, yeah. a, a less, uh, a, a, an inferior product is going to turn people away. Just like mm-hmm. that, you know, getting the yeah, hemp exactly. oil mm-hmm. and thinking that it's, you know, what they need. Um, very cool. And you have, I mean, you have balm or lip balm, like salves. Yeah. Like what, yep. what yeah, are those we just launched about? that one recently. Um, yeah, it's the CBD lip balm. It's like, it's, it's funny. I, I didn't even know this. I had, a customer reached out to me once. I think they they didn't they hadn't used ours yet. Um, they did buy from us, but like she was saying, um, yeah, CBD lip balm is the only type of lip balm that works for me. Hmm. Like she's like regular chapstick just didn't work, but like hmm. the CBD one did. So it's like CBD has like you know good benefits for your skin. So there's yeah. a, there's all sorts of skin products with CBD in it. I'm not I'm not into that. I'm a guy. I don't yeah. care. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. But you know. But yeah, I've, I've been using, I was in the mountains like all last week and I was like using that CBD chapstick every day and it worked really great. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. that was the first time I've ever seen that. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. You said, uh, I know you mentioned you target um, athletes a lot, you know, so um, any specific type of sport? I mean, runners and some mountain climbers and that sort of thing. Yeah, but... yeah. I mainly just kind of target the endurance athletes since I'm a chore okay. runner myself. I'm kind of plugged into that community and it's kind of just marketing 101. It's like, you know, right. you got to have a niche, you know, you got to have an audience that you're speaking to. Cause if yep. you're not speaking to somebody, you're speaking to nobody. And 
You know, I would say the majority of my customers are definitely athletes, but you know, I got little ladies with arthritis using it for their. (laughs) I was going to ask, do you have, you know, do do you see like certain age groups, you know, do you. Yeah, it's definitely, oh, and it's definitely on, yeah, it's definitely on the older end. I would say, you know, 45 to 65 is probably my, you know, strongest, you know, strongest demographic, you know. Really? Okay. Uh, Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, I kind of thought it would be skewed younger, um, but I feel like now that I'm like, 42 myself, I'm starting to notice like, you know, all these niggles and things that are coming up. I'm like, what in the world is that? I'm like, okay, I'm not 25 anymore. That makes mm-hmm. sense, I guess. And so, yeah. And it's like the older you are, like the more just long-term problems you have. And yeah. so I'm kind of starting to find like kind of that middle age group is huge um, user of my products because they want to be out there. They want to be out there doing their, you know, 20 mile runs on the weekend, even if they're not crushing it and winning races, they still want to be, yeah, they're um, still going to be active. Yeah. Right. Their mm-hmm. goal is to finish, not necessarily win. Yep. Exactly. Yep. They just want to be out there. And that's me now. It's like, you know, I got these, yeah. the chronic tonitis. It's like, I'm never going to be in the, you know, I'm never going to be in the top quarter of the finishers anymore. I'm like, I'm just happy to still get out there and, and do yeah. it and not have to go get surgery on this stupid foot. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, the thing that, you know, really turned me on to hemp daddies is I don't, I don't know how I found you guys, but I was clicking around. Um, and the thing that, again, you know, you're, we'll go back to what I mentioned in the beginning of all your, your values, right. Family and fitness and nature and all that. But, uh, you have a tagline, basically it says less pain and more trails. Mm-hmm. And uh, like from my Spartan training over the last three years, I love to trail run. That is my happy place. Um, it's also cool to then go back and walk that trail and like, Oh, here's all the shit I didn't see because yeah. I was, you know, speeding through the woods with my headphones on. Um, but that was kind of the thing was like, I want, I want to continue to be able to run trails for a few hours on Saturday mornings. Like that's my jam. And that usually comes with pain in my hips and my IT bands, um, you know, in my psoas muscle. And this is, you know, I think maybe that, that uh the thing that helps you you know stay on the trails right less pain and more trails it's pretty sweet yeah exactly yeah and that can, that kind of came from like you said from my personal experience just wanting to be out on the trails more and it's also i kind of tie it into like the allegorical trail maybe your maybe your trail is spending more time with your kids and sure you know maybe it's okay you know it could be anything your trail yeah. is basically whatever you love yeah you know less pain and more of what you love you know i like it Awesome, man. Uh, hempdaddies.com. Uh, also at hemp underscore daddies, uh, D-A-D-D-Y-S. But I've noticed also, uh, you know, for the folks out there, go to the website if it's your first time there, right? 15% off. Yep. Yep. We got a sale going on right now. So there'll be a little pop-up that comes up and you don't even have to give me your email if you want to use that one. All right. that, that, that's a freebie. <laughs> now, I do recommend the emails. Um, it's, it's good Yeah. Stuff. Go through the product finder quiz if you want some help. Like, um, just where to start and, and that follow up, the follow up emails will kind of give you additional guidance on like how to start properly dosing. Well, the cool thing too, when you, when you get to your website, it says, you know, you pop up and it says, Hey, are you experienced or are you a novice? You know, yeah, that's, that's a new one I just put up. All right. Yeah. That's a new one. So yeah, I just launched that one. Like I think yesterday. Nice man. Are well, you staying busy? Uh, awesome. What else? Anything else that uh, you want to tell the people? Man, I think I'm, I'm very accessible too. It's like, you know, it's like right now we're still a really small company. It's still pretty much just me and my wife running the show. And so okay. like I answer all the emails personally and I usually respond within 24 hours. So 
if you don't get the answers you're looking for through looking through our website, feel free to reach out. And, and we got yeah. a chat app on the phone on the site now that I just put up actually today. Yeah. Um, you know, that was kind of, I'm, I'm troubleshooting some issues with our checkout that I think I'm having, but you know, I got that there so people can access me, ask me questions there. Or they can shoot me an email. Sweet. You want to do a few rapid fire questions? Yeah, let's do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> favorite game show. Oh, a game show, man. I, I'm not huge into game shows, but I would, I always think like, what's what about the, like, you know, 20 years ago? Did you ever, no, no, yes, you I was going to say double dare was one oh, of my, yeah favorite shows growing up as a kid i always had dreams that i was on double dare they were so real i thought i really was on it i guess that's that's probably how you feel when you're out running 20 miles man <laughs> that's awesome all right do you have a favorite board game um board game there's it's not a board game i'm trying to think of the name of it oh golly it's it's a combination of a card game hmm. man okay i'm gonna i'll just explain it since i can't remember the name so you have these cards of this guy going into a tomb or out of the tomb or like a pyramid or something. Okay. And you've got all these little treasures mm. and there's, there's like things that can come out and like scare you. There's like a, there's like a goblin, there's spiders and fire, all these things that can damage you. And you got to decide and you get, you collect treasures and you got to decide, do you want to stay in the cave or do you want to be greedy and stay there longer to get more treasure? Ah. So whoever goes out, you know, gets to keep their treasure, but the person that stays in might get killed by like a snake or, you know, fire or something like that. Um, oh, nice. ink and gold. That's it. It's called ink and gold. Ink and gold. I-N-C-A. I just found it. Yep, we we play with our kids quite a bit. Nice. All right. I'll have to check that out. I think my girls will dig that. Awesome, man. Um, one more. I got, uh, since it's kind of the time, do you have a favorite Halloween movie? Oh man. Um, Halloween movie. Man, I don't know. Oh, it's not necessarily Halloween, but um, what's the one? It was a series that came out last year, and they had the upside down Stranger Things. Oh yeah, killer. Yeah, I was. I really, we were really into Stranger Things. Yeah, that was wacky. That's good. I love yeah. the music in that too. Oh, the music! Oh, the music for that was awesome. And I don't know if you do you listen to Sturgill Simpson at all. No, Outlaw, I haven't heard of him. Outlaw Country guy, real good. He came out with an album last year. Uh, the dude can play the guitar and he can sing. Mm -hmm. uh, but he came out with this album that actually sounded like it was kind of from Stranger Things. Oh, cool. Um, he's like an outlaw country dude. So check that out. Um, oh, check that out. Yeah, man. Awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate your time and uh, keep doing what you're doing. And I'm actually, uh, I'll be looking to place an order here and um, try out your products and see how they work, man. Right, sounds well, good. Hopefully the listeners so do too. Yeah. Yeah, please do. We should put some kind of, uh, you know, can we, can we make our own promo code? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can just do it right on the spot here. Let's do uh let's do mighty things. Mighty things. All can you do all one word? Yeah, it'll just be all one word. It's not case sensitive. Okay. So I'll pop that on there. Um we'll do you know what? We'll we'll go on the higher end for your listeners since the yeah. standard is fifteen percent. We'll go twenty percent for your listeners for their first order. Dude, that'd be awesome. Yep. Yep. And I'll put that in there right after we get off this call. So it's active. And we can track it and see 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 who's coming in. Caleb, you're the man. I appreciate you. All I right. Hope, thanks. Hope that uh, Achilles stays healthy, man. Oh, yeah. Me too. Thank you. That shit hurts. All right. Cool. Thank you. All right. That'll do it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you find this valuable. Please follow on Spotify or subscribe on Apple. And while you're at Apple, please go ahead and give us a five-star rating. 
it helps us get noticed among the craft beverage community there. Thank you. Cheers and beer. Mighty things. <laughs>